Welcome to Stat Rats. This is the podcast for intense discussions on meaningless questions. My name is Jacob. I am joined, as always, by my brother Ethan. Ethan, say hi. What's up? And not by David, who normally is with us, but by our friend, friend of the podcast, Tom Narragon. Tom, say hi. Yo. If this is your first time listening, we're going to throw out two different numbers, and Tom and Ethan are going to guess which one is higher, which number is lower. I think that there'll be a good debate around these questions, so I'm kind of ready to just jump in. Everyone good? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Okay. So the question this week is, is it more expensive to clone a cat or to hire Hoobastank to perform? Uh, Hoobastank, known for the the, uh, song, The Reason... so what do we think okay i um and i'll also just say for a bit of a reference the the cloning a pet that's done by viagen pets they're the main player in this space um they clone horses as well they which i will say are more expensive they're used obviously more for like horse breeding and stuff like that um, you can also clone a dog. The cost of higher Hoobastank, there's a range that I found on this website. This is the higher end of the range. It's the same range as Fountains of Wayne, known for Stacey's mom, and Gucci Mane, known for a million other songs. Really? How yeah. are they all in the same range? I don't know if this range is accurate. I'm just going off of this website, which is seattletalentbooking.com. And they, uh, this is for like booking them like, in the to present perform. day, right? According to this website, how old these numbers are, I, I don't know, but it's hard to find like celebrity booking numbers anyway. Just, you know, yeah, they're a little bit guarded, like but, public but that was the range. And so um, this r- the top of this range is lower or higher than the cost to clone a cat. Okay. Um, I have so much, so many thoughts. So first of all, cloning, just for, this is more for the listeners than for anybody else. Cloning uh, <laughs> is not like you actually like clone and you get like a mirror image it's just like you take the dna and it's like the same dna but it's like a baby that you're getting right yeah so you have to take a few samples of the dna um ideally when the animal's alive uh if you don't decide to do until the animal dies you have like a few hours or like a day or two to harvest um or something like that you have to send it i looked into this you have to send it in like a you know refrigerated but not frozen packaging there's a whole thing but it's really just an ice box you ship it to them um, and then they will try to pull out the genetic material from it, the DNA, I guess. And uh, then they they store it until you want to actually like kick off the cloning process. In which case, they will like mix it with a, an egg. I don't know, but they're like it's the same genet. It's like a genetic twin. I don't know yeah, exactly I how would, it operates. I would assume that they are able to remove, yeah, all of the genetic material from uh, from a single cell from the sample that you've given them and then somehow replace all of the genetic material in like a fertilized uh, zygote with that genetic material that they've harvested. But I honestly, I don't know a ton about cloning. I'm trying to come up with like estimates in my head of what all would be involved in that. And I, <laughs> I'm at a it's, complete loss. It's a lot of storage because like you could do that today and not actually, you know, execute on the order until 10 years down the line or however long again assuming the company is around okay yeah i guess that storage is probably going to be one of the uh, a pretty sizable chunk of the of the cost there yeah ethan looks you look like you're at a loss i would just throw out a number ethan i don't know if you're 
Yeah, I, there's no logic in my head to how to get to a number. So I'm going to try and do the other one first. Hubastank, is, is that how, how you say it? I believe it's Hubastank, yeah. Hubastank. That song you played is from the mid-2000s. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah, can we, can we get a, a date on that song? Are we allowed that? 2003. 2003. So, you know, I do think that... You know, one argument is they're ni- that that's their biggest song, I think. 19 years ago, they're kind of like past, so maybe they're not that expensive. However, I think that there's a big market for like those kinds of like acts where, you know, people who were kids growing up and now have money to spend like us, right? You will, you, you could, I could see them like still raking in a lot of money, even though they're not topping the charts for the last like decade or whatever, right? I mean, Smash Mouth, I was originally looking up for this, um, but I don't know if everyone knows this. The there's a video of them that went viral on uh, TikTok or Twitter a few months ago where the lead singer was just like absolutely plastered on stage and just like cursing at the audience, which was, you know, 30, 40, 50 people maybe. And then the <laughs> video went viral and they're like, oh, yeah, he's going to rehab now. It's like, wow, huge coincidence that that's happening right now. But uh, yeah, he's in rehab. I don't know. Maybe he's out, but they're no longer performing right now. Yeah, I also feel like Smash Mouth's numbers would be a little skewed because of how heavily they're influenced by the Shrek community. You yeah. know, like that's that's got to pump their numbers up higher than it would otherwise be. I think you know. <laughs> I think Hubastank also got a big lift from TikTok last year. That's uh, this past year. That song was going viral. God bless TikTok. Um, God, I have no idea. Yeah, what? I'm. I'm just trying to come up with like even bounds for this. I, I guess I. I didn't know, but I'm not on TikTok, so I, I didn't know that. Uh, that that song was making the, or at least Hoobastank was making the rounds on TikTok. So that that might bump things up significantly. I'm thinking somewhere like uh, in the ten, tens of thousands, like between 10 grand and 100 grand, right? There's no way they're that's, making yeah, I, I think that's more a than 100 grand, no way, right? Or am I wrong? I don't know. I, <laughs> like, like they make, uh, they make hundreds of thousands of dollars, I think, when they play like msg or something like that but this is just to book for you know an event i think under 100 makes sense yeah i guess let's start then which one is higher which one is lower clone a cat higher hoobastank <laughs> it really should be the cat <laughs> like <laughs> um i think it's pro- you know i'm just going purely off of my gut like not trying to psychologize but at yeah. the same time you can't escape psychologizing some I, my gut's telling me the cat is cheaper. The cat's cheaper. By a little bit, I think. Just like economies of scale, like, you know, they they, they have well, their method. I feel like, yeah, I feel like uh, molecular biology has gotten a lot cheaper recently. I think that maybe five years ago, it, the cat would have been more expensive. But I think in 2022, yeah, the cat's going to be cheaper than Hoobastank. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> inflation. Maybe this was the cost of Hoobastank in 2003. <laughs> It's inflated now. Okay, I have all the money in the world, and my cat is sick. My cat is dying. How much would I? How much would I pay? I'm gonna say that it costs eighty three thousand dollars for this cat because okay. it's a lifetime thing. You're saying too, right? Where you can send it, and then at any point in the future, call upon this request. Kind yeah, of, you're, right? you're, well, I don't think that they give you. I don't know what time limit they contractually give you, but it's implied by the website that. You can do it now while your pet is alive and healthy, and then when they die, you'll be able to do that. So it sounds like within the next 20 years. That's the kind of promise that it seems to me. I don't really like the concept of that, honestly. Like, Because yeah. your, your, your pet would not be the same pet, you know what I mean? Like yeah, You are not, not just your DNA. 
it's like it's like replacing you with an identical twin right but they still have different experiences right it's yeah it's a little <laughs> like bit creepy the- if you go on their website and look at like the explainers for how like the one minute explanation of how cloning a pet works and clearly it's like you know it's nice enough that you can show to a child yeah like it's yeah. animated it's like this is buddy <laughs> buddy is healthy but one day he won't be yeah it's like corporate america yeah. like uh oh animation type God. stuff right exactly all right i'll throw out numbers um i am gonna say that hoobastank cost a night one event one night with hoobastank what are you paying? One night only. Uh, you hire them to play for <laughs> me in my hot apartment alone. <laughs> a night to remember. Um, oh my god. I'm going to say that it's not that expensive. I think, dude, they are professionals. They are in and out. This is... They're, they're honestly working on economies of scale as well, I think. Uh, um, I'm going to go that it's like $12,000 for Hoovestank for a night. And I'm going to drastically reduce the cat as well to twenty five thousand dollars but it's still cut is more in my mind okay tom i think koopa stank is going to be a bit more mm-hmm. i think I'm, I'm i've got nothing to base this off of but i, I feel like 50k is about right for for Huba stank okay and i'm gonna peg that pet stuff because yeah yeah i mean i guess indefinite storage at like minus 80 would probably be it's a decent amount of energy i'm gonna put that at like 30k so 30k for the cat 50k for um for hoobastank okay everyone ready for the answers yes <laughs> ethan you're correct it's more expensive to <laughs> clone your cat uh tom you were closer you had a better handle on the numbers i think a little bit um so hoobastank is like 20 to 30k to hire them it's 35k to clone your cat oh, wow. which is i guess cheaper than i would have thought like that's the cost to go to some school like a state school for a year or like a private school for like half a year like a private like a ivy league college man, the things you can do in an ivy league school you can't do with your cat man if i if you wasted one semester of private school and thankfully no one ever does <laughs> um you could clone your cat with that money <laughs> It's just like take a semester off and you get a new new pet instead. Yeah, that pet's <laughs> or actually the you. same pet. It might do more for you than a college degree does. Honestly, if you have the thirty-five grand to throw out the cat, <laughs> those are good numbers. Those are really good. Um, just for reference, to clone a horse, I want to get the numbers here. Horse cloning is eighty-five k. A dog is fifty k. Do they have like more chromosomes or something? Like, why are they more expensive? I think they need like a so with the dog and cat they need like tissue samples from like their skin and from their air um with the horse they need like mane like hairs from the mane and i don't know what else um and i think it's more expensive because it's like industry like i think if you fuck up someone's cat like they leave you a bad review maybe they'll like threaten to sue but if uh you mess up the horse i think it's like right yeah if you it's know, like people, a horse like a prized horse or something yeah i think it's it's more of an investment i guess so there's probably more like I don't know, logistics and whatever around it. Plus, like, then you have to raise a horse for a few weeks, I guess, before it's able to, like, go out. With that as well, yeah, I think part of it would just be size, right? Like, horses are, like, way bigger than dogs and cats. And so you have, like, if you have the horses in, like, your stables, I guess, that, like, you're raising, like, that have to, like, bear Like a nursery, right? Yeah. Yeah, right, that, like, have to, like, go through, like, the gestation period like yeah. you have to physically be feeding those horses and they require more food, right? Yeah. 
Okay, right. Dumb question, but in this process, they're not the cells don't just grow. You're like putting a like fertilized zygote, as you said, and into an actual living animal that yeah. would birth it. Right. I think this is surrogate. It okay. seems. And yes, they surrogate. did. That's what they said for the, the cats and dogs. That's what they do, and it's natural birth unless they require C-section. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, and so it'd be like it'd be like doing uh, in vitro fertilization where like you take an egg and a sperm and you'd like fertilize them and then like implant them in the, the mother's womb. But instead you'd take an already fertilized egg and then swap out the, swap out the genome between the old cells and the new cells. Like it wouldn't be like they'd take a, uh, like a, a skin cell and then revert that back to an egg. Like, I don't, I don't think they, they can do that. Or you can go watch Hubastank perform. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, exactly. Gucci right. All fountains of Wayne. I don't know how trustworthy this website is. But anyway, that's a cost to clone a cat, so pretty that's, interesting. Wow, good, good to know. I'm definitely going to use that information. I will say they also like have a ton of reviews, like a good amount of rev- reviews on their website, and like they just have like pictures of animals or like animals' names with no picture, and then you click on it and you see the review. So I didn't go through all, but a lot of them are people whose pet passed away, and then they were able to harvest the cells from it, but they haven't actually got a cloned animal yet. That's like putting people on ice, like, you know what I mean? Like cryogenic freezing, like people before they die. I always, I read an Artemis Fowl that happens, which I read when I was a kid. And I always thought it would be, it was like a real thing. I was like, you should be able to do that. You should be able to put someone on ice and freeze them for weeks and then revive them. Indefinitely, right? I mean, also like all of the kid shows and stuff kind of play that up. Like it definitely seemed like a real thing along with quicksand that, you know, an anvil's falling from the sky. Oh yeah. Pianos falling (laughs) off of buildings. But that's all right if that happens, because then you just like smile and the, your teeth are like <laughs> keyboard keys and you got a little bump on your head that raises up. Yeah, you turn into like an accordion and like compression and uh, decompressing. Yeah. Wait, I guess one question that I have about this company, have they actually cloned any animals successfully? Or is it one of those companies where like they haven't yet developed that technology and so it's the potential to clone Right, an yeah, it's just like a Series all- A funded thing or something. Like, uh, all of those companies that are like, oh, we'll cryogenically freeze your body, and then one day we'll be able to revive it. Like, we're not at the point where we can revive it yet. So right now, it's just, a, like, a freezer company that's, just like, a freezing your body. They definitely do stuff. In uh, December 2022, uh, they collaborated with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service um, and cloned a wild black-footed ferret. Um, the ferret had died more than 30 years ago, and they also wow. they created a horse that was cryopreserved in 1980 by san diego global zoo so they are doing like it's like some endangered type of horse so they have a i mean the conservation page is literally four five sentences long so they definitely have some successes they seem legitimate okay yeah no that like so long as they've at least cloned some things i'm more willing to believe that they will then i think the reviews are just all by people that are like we're really freaked out that the animal died. Yeah, like emotionally <laughs> distraught, right? <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be back. And now we interrupt this broadcast of the Stat Rats podcast to present a special edition of What Did This Shit Cost? Okay, and we're back. Tom, you have a what did this shit cost for us? Uh, yes, I do have a what did this shit cost. I think this will be near and dear to uh, at least the people on this podcast, probably a lot of the listeners. Uh, the number that I found, and it actually, so I'm going to give out one number. It, 
it's a bit contentious, but we'll just stick with what I found in the like five minutes of Googling. Uh, that's so our my methodology is... is that's sound <laughs> with our, that passes our test. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what did the first six pack of beer cost? That is a really hard question because how do you define the first six pack? Yeah, they've been making beer for centuries. As long as they've been around like people. No, that that is a no, and so that's where a lot of the contention comes into play. I think that with this it's the first marketed mass collection, produced mass produced collection of six beers as a unit. I wonder where it is. Okay, uh, how much does a six pack cost right now? Like ten dollars, kind of around there, fifteen maybe, ten to fifteen bucks in that range. An IPA, yeah, yeah, expensive. I mean, in Trinidad, you can get a six pack for like sixty dollars, like ten dollars, like one fifty US a beer. Yeah, right. So yeah, like ten dollars, similar, a little bit cheaper. Okay, um, I guess. Can you give me a little? Even if you don't give me the year, can you give me like a little bit of information, like? This uh, was this in the states? Uh, yeah, are we are we talking like U.S. dollars at this time or? Uh, yes. Okay, sorry. I can, are they like Kronas or something? Do you wanna Do you wanna know the country and roughly the time frame or at least the country? I would guess. Okay. I was gonna guess like somewhere definitely European, like Germany or Na- or like they have big bear traditions for sure. Oh no, this is in the U.S. Okay, the brewery itself was in Jacksonville, Florida. <sighs> Okay, so it was... That's on brand for Jackson, but Phil. <laughs> Would you like to know the... I can also tell you if it was before or after Prohibition. If that would Oh, it was all. pre-Prohibition, It's got to be right? pre-Prohibition. Post... Oh. There were no six-packs before Prohibition. Yeah, it was post-Prohibition. Wow. There you go. Prohibition ended in the Great Depression because everyone was sad, so they let them drink. Um, I'm a real historian. That's what they should do now. They should. <laughs> well, that's why so we're also- canceling Jewel. <laughs> They were a sponsor of this podcast, but we're disavowing them. <laughs> so one other thing is, I, I think this is with bottles, but canned beer wasn't a thing until, I think, around the end of Prohibition as well. Hmm. Okay. So and that ended then in the late 20s? Early 30s, yeah. Like 1933, somewhere around there. Okay. Hmm. Oh, 35 man. cents. It's not a bad guess, honestly. 35 cents. Okay. Because I feel like bears also pun intended bottom of the barrel in a way so you know it's like how bra- like i think like you know like brandy and or bourbon and stuff like that were cheap right and so bears even cheaper you're saying i think it's yeah i think it's yeah yeah so this is in jacksonville florida in the 1930s is this from a brand that can that continues to exist is it from like anheuser-busch or something like something like that yeah well, the company I- is jack's brewing i think it was oh jack uh, yeah okay. <laughs> No, it it was eventually acquired by, oh, I think Pabst. Okay, we can go with that. And PBR is a little cheap, so yeah, maybe that's the same kind of you know economic profile they're looking for. How they how they price their beer. Another thing to consider is that I I think that like manufacturing and like it's not like they had like modern bottling equipment back in the day as well. Right. They were pouring it was, it was these, some dude yeah. named Jack who was pouring all of these six packs himself, right? <laughs> I'm gonna say that this was sold in. 1935 for 35 cents and today it's good marketing that would be 20 dollars no no i'm not doing that again (laughs) i'm not doing that again i'm gonna guess that's six dollars today which is way too high again but still god 
This is this is an uncomfortable position. No, I like I'm to say be. It's two dollars. It's two dollars today. I like to be on the other side of the question where I don't have to guess these because this is the inflation is always so difficult. I'm gonna say it's less than thirty-five cents. That seems a little pricey. I think it is. You a could lie. like buy a house for like fifty-five. We always say that. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> okay, I will go with twelve cents. It's two cents a two cents a pop. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah. Um, I will say twelve cents for the. Also, like, don't you like your grandparents? Are like, I could buy a soda for a nickel. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with twelve cents for the for the bears, and adjusted for inflation. Let's see, twelve dollars. No, I think it's, I think it's kind of close to that. No, it's not. <laughs> I do, I do. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say the twelve cents is equal to five dollars today. Jacob, you said thirty cents, and that's two dollars today. I said thirty-five cents, and that's two dollars today. Yeah, thirty-five cents, two dollars. I said twelve cents, cents, five dollars, five dollars. Okay, uh, you ready to hear the numbers? Number? Yeah, yeah. You guys wait. You guys wait. Undershot it. It was a buck twenty-nine. Wow, expensive. They didn't come. They didn't actually start selling the six packs until nineteen forty-five. Wow, post-war. Yeah. Uh, and the the whole thing, they bought a bunch of burlap sacks and just would like shove like six beer bottles into the sacks. And it was like six to a sack was their their motto. <laughs> oh, uh, that's yeah, where so that one... came from. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we've all been wondering, right? Yeah. But yeah, a buck twenty nine adjusted for inflation comes out to like twenty one bucks for a six. Wow, bag. this is like some expensive ass shit. This is like some hipster brewery stuff. So this is that was one thing that was really surprising looking at these numbers is since the origin of six packs the cost of a six pack has only been decreasing okay uh yeah and so like by 1953 the price of a six pack had dropped to one or was at 157 which adjusted for inflation is like 1750 wow um, and so i think the average cost today is like seven or eight bucks yeah I mean, because you have all of, like the super cheap beers that would you know yeah they're, they're making up a lot of volume yeah no exactly so this is like the original microbrewery i guess <laughs> some Wait. guy with just some burl a bunch of burlap sacks and then not not enough free time so was inflation from 45 to now just multiplied by what like 15 16 I, I i guess so something like that this is just good for me to know like i'm just starting to try to you know the same way we where we figured out like electricity was around the turn of the century <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that's our cameras were a little bit after that like yeah <laughs> where i'm just trying to piece it together a little bit what was going on during that time <laughs> no i think yeah i think your your podcast has has given me a better sense of when electricity became a thing <laughs> Everyone was wondering. No one knew <laughs> until we looked it up. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. Thank you for the numbers, Tom. Um, this is was our first podcast with two Ethan and I are in person and a fully remote guest. So Tom is joining us from sunny California, where in sunny Boston, it's again it's hot in the apartment. It's Tom. Anything you want to plug before we we call it an app? I forget about this every single time. You're on Twitter. I'm on. I don't. I don't post. I just like stuff, so it's not worth following me. Okay, follow uh, stuff. I'm gonna say I've, I've zero, th- <laughs> I've zero things to plug here. I think you just hear from the cut. Well, any yeah, any advice, anything. anything you want to like, you know, get out into the world. Anything you want to uh, manifest. Yeah. Okay. From a biological perspective, if you're trying to use this uh, this company to clone your pet, just know that organisms aren't just the sum of their genes. They're also the result of 
you know, interacting with the environment while they grow up. And so if you think that you're going to get the exact same pet out of this company, you're not, you're going to get a genetic clone that is a different organism. Uh, it's not going to be the same animal. So what you're saying is pets have souls. And if you clone it, the clone might not have a soul and you don't want to let that in your house. Did I read that right? More that it's, I mean, the, the new pet is going to probably have a soul. It's just not going to be the same soul. Okay. <laughs> yeah, those things don't get reused. They're single use, right? Souls. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's a big nature versus nurture thing. And they hinted that in some of the animated videos. So you can let your kids know that, you know, Scratchy is still going to, he's still going to look the same, but this one might scratch your eye out. We don't know that for a fact. Well, thanks for joining us again, Tom. I think David should be back on the next one, but I think we'll have a couple more guests now that we've figured out this um, this setup. It seems to be working well. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes, rate us five stars. We're on Instagram at StatRatsPod. We're StatRatsPod at gmail.com. If you find any, you know, if you, if you want to clone your cat or have any thoughts on it, please let us know. If you do clone your cat, let us know as well. Yeah, yeah or any other animal, I guess. That would be interesting. And yeah, if you find any good numbers, please let us know. We will be happy to throw them into an episode. Thanks, guys. See you all in two weeks. See ya. Ciao.